Hello, welcome to Remarkably Brilliant. And today I'm going to talk about the five responses to stress. Well, five, there are more technically ten, because there are, there are, is a scale of five. It's called the big five scale. And is either you're more towards low rather than high or opposite. However, I believe that most of us are somewhere in the middle. And the scale I'm going to tell you today is to help you understand why we are all facing stress in different ways. Why is affecting us so differently? And uh, there are reasons. Now, this scale of how we react to stress is very much fluid. You can be somewhere in the middle and whatever I'm telling you is not set on stones. It's more about personality, but these uh, reactions are not set on stones, which means that now you might be more prone to react in one way or be your stress might be triggered for one reason rather than another one. In a year time might be something different. For example, the first um, um, the first one is introversion, extroversion. I have been both my life. I've been sometimes I'd be more introvert and sometimes more extrovert. But I always found very confusing the concept that extrovert love to be among people. Introverts are people stuck at home with their own cat or dog, or reading a book, or playing video games was like, I'm none of them. I'm a bit of both. So I always found confusing and I never liked to be labeled extrovert or introvert because I felt I was extrovert when I felt at ease with a group of people I felt at ease with. But I've been to parties, dinner events, weddings where I felt so awkward where I was very introvert and I couldn't wait to be home. But on other occasion, I had a blast. So I never liked this kind of label because I felt it too defining and I didn't find myself to be in one or the other one. However, I have given a lot of thought and uh, I love the definition that people, some people say about introversion, extroversion. How do you know which one you are more? If you want to know which one you are more, uh, I have a very good question for you to understand which one you are more. How do you charge your batteries? If you charge your batteries among people, then right now you are more of an extrovert. If you charge your batteries by yourself, then you are more of an introvert. I've been both, as I was saying before, but not right now I'm much more of an introvert. I love spending time with people with my friends, I love to visit my family and friends, but I charge my batteries with a good book or watching a movie or uh, spending time with my dogs, which I miss because they are not with me right now. I love my dogs so much, but unfortunately they are overseas. And I hope I will see one day, that I, will, I hope I one day I will see them soon. But anyway, so this is why I define myself more of an introvert because I charge my battery in this way. But this doesn't Im imply that I don't love spending time with people. I do. So which one you are? How do you charge your batteries? 
And I would like you also to make you think about if you're an introvert of all the extrovert people you know right now, and if you're an extrovert, I would like you to listen to me a bit carefully because I have some important message for you. I have found out that people who are more extrovert are struggling much more than introverts right now during this isolation and lockdown. And it's normal. They are stuck at home, some of them even by themselves. And they are really missing, lacking that thing of connection to connect with people. So they're not charging their batteries as they, they thrive on, which is being with people. And so you will have people who don't like working from home and they, are, they feel lucky because they still have a job while many of us got fired or put on furlough or uh, don't find clients. So, because it's a very uncertain time. So people who have a job are very grateful to have a job, but extroverts are really not liking it working from home. They're really lacking to have lunch at the canteen or the coffee shop having a coffee with the colleagues, having the buzz environment of an office. And this is why I'm asking you, if you're an extrovert, reach for help. Ask for people, your friends and family members to, to check on you and call them, chat with them. Be your true self, but make sure that you reach out to people. Don't wait for people to reach out for you because... We are all having a hard time to get through this uncertainty and chaos and fearful moment. And there are so many people I would love to contact on a daily basis, but I have a very limited amount of energy. So if you're an extrovert, reach out. If you don't feel comfortable to ask for help to your friends and family, just then call them and chat, small talk with them, ask them questions. And even better than calling them is video calling them. So that's the best thing that is the closest to meeting them live. I will avoid messaging. Messaging is not the same thing as hearing the voice. And plus messages, you don't get often uh, immediate responses because we are all receiving gazillions of messages every day from group chats, from friends and family and all the topics of different kinds. There is the one sending you funny stuff the ones sending you conspiracy or scary theories or like uh, drastic uh, fearful news uh, or like the opinion number 6,000 of the day of what's COVID and uh, how we got it and how we are. So it's like, it's overwhelming this time. So if you um, don't feel that people are too close to you, then be close to them, you first. And if you're an introvert, check out on your extrovert friends and family members because they're suffering more than we are. So check on them and make sure that they know that you care for them and, and see. Now, if somebody, if you contact somebody it makes you feel drained every time you contact them, my advice, because that also happened, we have people we love, but somehow whenever we speak to them, we feel drained. Then the technique I suggest you is to put the timer and decide a time of 10 top 20 minutes top. And so you can still call them, but after when the alarm goes off, you 
kindly make up an excuse or just tell them, oh, sorry, I have to go. Or when you're feeling drained, say, sorry, I have to go. It was lovely to chat with you or whatever you want to close, how you want to close the call. And then close the call and recharge your batteries. Because some people are so fearful and so scared of these times that whatever comes out of their mouth is fear and fearful thoughts. And I find those thoughts scary and overwhelming. And while they might be also truthful, they are not helping me because I'm already doing plenty of by myself on checking the news multiple times a day. Even if we should only check them once. Because after checking the news, I don't know anyone who is like feeling recharged. It makes me feel so flat, so powerless and so small. So I'm aiming to check the news once a day, top. Because if something important happens, you it's enough to read the news once a day. Then the second scale of this how people react to stress is agreeableness. Not sure if I pronounce that correctly. As you can hear from my accent, I'm not English native. So agreeableness. Agreeableness. So the more agreeable people tend to be more warm, generous and compliant. And they get stressed by disapproval and antagonism. So they don't deal well with rejection. On the opposite side of agreeable people, they are more mistrustful, antagonistic and competitive people. And they get stressed by frustration and losing. So even here, you might be somewhere in the middle and it might depend. Some people are very compliant and generous at work, but at home they are more like maybe mistrustful, competitive or antagonistic or the opposite. So I believe these are aspects that are very fluid. It depends always from the situation, from the context and stuff. And, um, and so it depends how you get stressed. If you're more stressed by frustration and losing it, then you might be more towards the antagonistic, competitive side. Instead, if you get stressed by disapproval and, and antagonism, you might be more a person who is more compliant, warm and generous. So both have qualities and um, shortcomings. Um, the third scale is conscient. Oh gosh, this is a long one. Consciousness. And uh, the most conscientious conscientious people are very industrious, dependable, role-bound, but they get stressed by unclear expectations. On the opposite side, there are careless, irreverent, changeable, but these people get stressed by rigid expectations. So they might be more flaky, but if you try to put rigid expectation on them, they're going to get stressed. On the opposite side, the industrious, dependable, rule-bound, they need a clear set of structures. So if you're like, for example, a parent, you will see your children all different amongst themselves and they're very different from yourself, which is a good thing because 
um, we come through our parents, not from them. So it's very good that they all have their own uh, personality, but you might see that one is more likes more to have like a blueprint of like a, a day set, while the other one needs to be more creative and do the things more in, a, in an impulsive way. I don't believe there is a right and, or wrong. I believe that I'm, some of these aspects are more productive and, uh, and it depends also from your industry, no? Because if you like to be role-bound and you like to be compliant, maybe you will struggle to be an entrepreneur because as an entrepreneur, I found the hard way that there is no such a thing as a blueprint. Nobody tells you what to do or what not to do. You need to figure that out. And there are plenty of people who will give you their blueprint either for free or you pay a lot of money and they tell you what worked for them. The thing is, your business is not their business and you are not them. So it can give you some good ideas, some good clues to follow, but there is no such a thing as a step-by-step. But not even in life. Because even what worked for you last year doesn't mean it's going to work for you this year. Well, uh, now with ex- uh, even the, with the unprecedented times of the COVID, but as a general uh, rule of thumb, it, even if this COVID didn't happen, it, we are always changing. Life is changing. People are changing. It's always on a, on, we are always transforming. And, uh, and so we always need to tweak a bit something, no? So this is why I'm saying uh, if you like to follow the rules and you have, like have to set of, uh, people telling you what to do, then probably the best bet for you will be to stay uh, employed. And so this is why I'm not saying that one is more negative than the other one positive because um, that I think in base of your career, there are some aspects that work very well and the opposite there are others that work very well in other industries. And, um, and the fourth of the big scale is openness. People are very open, are very curious, original perspective, but they get stressed by dullness and monotony. People who are less open are more conservative, cautious, and they're more safety-oriented. And they usually get stressed a lot by everything that is unfamiliar. For example, um, people are like curious origin and perspective. They don't like dullness or monotony. They always need to feel that they are excited and adventurous. So these people are suffering more in that sense in this uh, isolation because the exploration is taken away. There is, you need to have a good reason to leave the house and it's not about exploring because the rule is, it's not a punishment. We are not stuck at home. We are safe at home. So it's more like a fact that we are safe at home and we need to behave like as we had the COVID because we might not know we have it as so many people are without any symptoms. But we need to stay home because we might give it to somebody who might not be taking it as well as we are, especially if they are vulnerable human beings. 
On the opposite side, the ones who are less open, who are more conservative, cautious and safety-oriented, they are also very stressed because it's unfamiliar, this situation is unprecedented. So this scale is the one that both sides are very stressed and anything that is in the middle. Because either it's very unfamiliar or it's quite dull and we have the... The thing is, these both icebergs happen at the same time. And then there is the fifth one, last one, about uh, how neurotic a person can be. And how do you know if somebody is very neurotic? Well, if they are very sensitive and reactive and vulnerable, they are very easily stressed. People with a low level of neuroticism, I believe everybody is a bit... We are all neurotic at different levels. But someone who has a low level of neuroticism um, is more stable, confident and frank. Is slow to become stressed, but they still become stressful. So I hope you enjoyed my explanation of the big five scale. And I hope this helps you understand why we are all living stress in different ways. And it's all about personality. It's not about culture, age or sex or nothing like that. It's all about personality. So I hope with this explanation, it helps you understand why you're living stress as you're living it. And maybe to be more patient with people who you might not understand because they're reacting to stress very differently from you. And please remember... Try to be close to your friends who you feel or you know that they're having a harder time than you. But still, if you feel they are dragging you down and they are very negative, give them a limited amount of time. It's right now more than ever, it's a very self, we need to self-preserve our energy. And even people we love might be dragging us down. And so give them a limited time. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and if you liked it, please like and subscribe. Talk to you soon. Bye.